1: Foundations. So Shema is about being obedient to God. It's hearing His word, acting on it, loving Him with our entire inner life, and out of that we then love our neighbour as ourselves.
0: Foundations: Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith with Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. Well, this is our last program about Shema and it's been a fascinating journey through this looking at all the different elements and we're going to continue and wrap up today looking at the loving your neighbour as yourself part of Shema.
1: Yeah, last program we just started to look at the fact that we loving your neighbour as yourself, um, and how we are to love one another; these commands that we got from the Apostle Paul and from the Apostle Peter, and and also the Apostle John as well, and how they were focusing uh, very much on the body of Christ, mm. Christians loving Christians. It goes without saying that we're supposed to love non-believers, and that we should have good relationships um, with our own flesh and blood families but he was specifically talking about the body of Christ. In fact, there's another uh, passage that I've just thought of where the apostle Paul said to do good for um, those who are, and especially those yeah. who are of the household of faith. Yeah. So we've really got to look after one another as mm. the body of Christ. I mean, if we don't look after each other, who will? Because <laughs> yeah, right. the world is not going to look after us. So Shema is about being obedient to God. It's hearing his word, acting on it. Um, Loving him with our entire inner life And out of that We then love our neighbor as ourself And by doing that We're literally fulfilling the whole of the law We touched very briefly yesterday uh, On the previous program Where we started to talk about How our mindset tends to be very singular mm. you, know, it, you know, my life, my salvation What I'm doing and not realizing that it's really supposed to be about we and us, the collective. And it's very much a Jewish mindset. So I wanted to read to you from Matthew 6, 9 to 13. It said, Jesus said, because remember the, the the disciples came in and said, Lord, can you teach us how to pray? Um, and to me, that's a little bit of a strange thing because if there's anything a Jewish person knows how yeah, to do, right. they know how to pray. Yeah. And so the, the things had become so convoluted. Judaism had changed so dramatically from the time that uh, God gave it to Moses, who then gave it to the people. It had changed so much. So they're saying, teach us to pray. And this is what Jesus said. He said, pray then like this. Our Father in heaven... Hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil mm. uh, you can tell i put a little bit of emphasis <laughs> on stuff <laughs> it's right. there yeah how many times when we pray do we pray lord i need something yeah Will you do this for me because I need...
0: Yeah, give me my daily bread. Deliver me from evil. Exactly.
1: And then have a look at a lot. of. We touched on this in the other program too. What about a lot of the songs that we sing? Here are some titles. And this is not to say that they're bad. I'm just really, for example, I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice just as I am to give my life away, my only king. Jesus, I am resting. I belong to you. It is well with my soul. I am chosen. I am free. Here I am to worship. I will magnify you. I live for Jesus. I will rise. You are my shelter. Now, again, Mm. there's nothing wrong with those songs.
0: Yeah.
1: But it's supposed to be we. There's such a lot of emphasis on me, myself, and I. And I'm supposed to be loving my neighbor as much as I love myself.
0: And I guess, interestingly, most of those songs are typically sung congregationally. So there's a a group of people singing... Me and mine, (laughs) which is quite unique. Yeah,
1: it's a a phenomena, really. But we're so used to it that we don't think about it. We read the Bible that says, love your neighbor as yourself, and we go, yes, now I'm going to go off and sing a worship song Mm. about me. Yeah. So you know we, we're kind of getting things a little bit skewed. And again, I'm not saying those songs are wrong, because if I mentioned a favourite song in the air, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to upset somebody. Those songs are not wrong, mm. but they're not complete. Yeah, sure. Okay. So we're called to love one another, but how do we do that if our mind is constantly focused on ourselves? All right, Matthew seven twelve. Jesus said, "Whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them. For this is the law and the prophets." Now that's a very interesting terminology. Again, just like Shema, when he said, "Love the Lord your God, love your neighbour as yourself," on this hangs all the law and the prophets. Well, he's just said exactly the same thing. This is the law and the prophets about doing to others what you want them to do to you. So we call that the Golden Rule. Mm. Okay, now uh, Joseph Rabbi Joseph Telushkin, he talked about a school teacher who asked his sixth grade class to compose two lists of golden rule lists. One was for things we wouldn't want others to do to them and the second was for things they did want other people to do to them. And the do list was had things like we'd like love and respect, um, but on the don't list it was much, much longer. <laughs> and was, I don't want you to steal from me, I don't want you to cheat on me, I don't want you to snub me, I don't want you to be rude to me, a whole lot of things. Um, maybe it's more detailed because it's more common to have those things done to us. Mm. Maybe because that's the natural sinful nature. So maybe what we need to do is have a list with more do's on us We should be doing these things yeah. for other people. Yeah. When we then want to look at who is my neighbour, Jesus actually told us about the Good Samaritan, okay? Um, the word for neighbour in Hebrew is re'ah. It's talking about uh, a companion, a kinsman, or a friend, um, and it's easy to treat people who are your neighbours that you already have good relationship with it's easy to to do good things for them but the Good Samaritan in Luke chapter 10 that's where you know the Samaritans were a a hated race of people they were kind of like half caste, mixed breeds Mm. and um, they had taken Judaism and really turned it around and you know and they still do to this day there's a very small remnant of them still alive Um, but we're supposed to if we're supposed to love our neighbour as ourselves in the story of the Good Samaritan It was a shock to the Jewish Mm. community because the good Samaritan was the Samaritan.
0: Yeah, that's right. And
1: which was a shock because all of the the righteous Jews and everybody wouldn't touch the injured man. Okay, so human beings always put themselves first, but there was a the thing about that particular story that we often miss is where it says that we are to love people the way we love ourselves. Now we that gets taught wrong all the time. It says, see, we need to love ourselves more because mm. if we can't love ourselves, we can't love people. That's not what it was saying. We already love ourselves. <laughs> we already do. It's inbuilt in us. We may have psych, you, know, you know, self-esteem issues, but it, we love ourselves. We want to keep ourselves looking good. We want to dress nice. Every decision we make, we make based on how good this is going to do me. Mm. That's natural. What this is saying is, is see how much you love yourself. That's how you're supposed to love your neighbor, even if it's not somebody you actually know. Maybe it's a a Samaritan. Mm. Maybe it's somebody next door who's, you know, a bit of a grouch. Mm. That's the way we're supposed to love them. We already love ourselves. So, therefore, mirror that love that we have for ourselves and mirror it to the other. And that way, we are loving God, we're obeying him, We're acting on what he requires of us. We're reaching out to other people and loving them. The consequence of that comes back to us because you do good for somebody else. That shocks them. They in turn respond with love or compassion or a different attitude or heart towards us and what do we feel? We feel this overwhelming love for God. This, and we just have this devotion. We just want to give everything we have to Him. So we've kind of gone right back to the beginning of Shema mm. and to loving our neighbors. And it, you pull it all. To, it's this. It's kind of, and that would be like circular reasoning. Yeah. it would just perpetuate and go on and on and on. And in that way, we would never break the commandments mm. because we love God and we love our neighbors so much that we wouldn't do anything that would hurt or offend any of them. Mm. I mean, it's a picture of utopia, isn't it? That's <laughs> <Yes, you're> right. <laughs> and we, we we're never going to see it in 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 our lifetimes now. Mm. But obviously, that's telling us this is the um, it's the end goal that God has for us. This was the the epitome. This is the um, the standard that he had all the time that we blew
0: Well it's been a fascinating journey through Shemar over the last couple of weeks a reminder that all the program notes are available at vision.org.au slash foundations and on our next program we're going to be looking at what it means to walk in the dust of our rabbi